Hi there, and thanks for joining us. Coming up on this week's episode, we hear from the Cork Business Association about their awards that are coming up and the new business that makes it easier for you to sign up to new accounts online. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. The Cork Business Association has great awards um, that take place every year and it's an excuse for the community to come together. And I think this year is going to be a little bit different for obvious reasons, but it will be good crack nonetheless. And to talk me through who's nominated, what they're all about, it's uh, my distinct pleasure to be joined by the president uh, of the CBA, Oda Sullivan. Oda, how are you? I'm very good, Jonathan, and yourself? I'm good, thank you very much. Now, we have to declare an interest here. Um, we are nominated for an award, so woohoo for us. Um, we won't crack the champagne just yet because we're in a tough category. But it, the awards this year on will be tricky. Correct. So, like every other business, Jonathan, we've had to diversify. Uh, and normally we'd have a, a, a big banquet dinner and have everybody in the one room. But because of COVID, we've, we've changed the format. And we're going for a virtual award ceremony on the April on April seventeenth, which will be accompanied by a taste of the city food hamper, which will be prepared by some of Cork's top chefs, backed by some of the best hotels and restaurants in the city. So, look, we're very excited. Um, we've had record numbers of applicants for the awards this year, which is a really positive sign for Cork City and, and Cork business the Cork business community in general. So, look, it's very, very positive and it's a kind of, it gives us a vote of confidence again for the city when we want to get back to trading. Um, so this year, we've changed the format. Um, we have a judging panel, a very strong judging panel, and each business that uh, applied for an award uh, has sent in uh, a lot of background information on the business, and that's judged by the judging panel, but also we've opened up to the public. So... Over the last number of days, we opened up uh, the voting platform to the public and we've gotten over 4,000 votes uh, to date, which is... Just for Healy Communications, that's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) You've a large portion of that, Jonathan, I think. (laughs) Now, come here, hold on. Before you get into the voting, right, which we want to talk about in just a minute, I want to talk about the hamper, though, because you've intrigued me with the hamper. What's in the hamper? How do you get the hamper? And do you have to cook the hamper? So part of it, yes, you do have to cook. So the hamper will be by video um, tutorials from uh, our chefs. So some there'll be some parts of cooking. Um, the starter will be from the Metropole Hotel, uh, which is uh, prepared by their head chef there. And uh, we'll, there's a waterfall rainbow beetroot and roasted almonds. I, I won't do this menu justice, Jonathan, I'm sure. I was going to say, this is not your strong point, on, so don't try and oversell it here. <laughs> you, I think we, we could leave that to the chefs, but I'll tell you who's behind it. You have the Metropole Hotel, you have the Imperial Hotel, um, you have the Cork International Hotel and their head chefs, you have the Kingsley Hotel, you have Nash 19 on Princess Street, you have Cork's Vienna Woods and the Alternative Bread Company are all coming together to make this food hamper um, a very good, enjoyable experience, and and it's kind of I suppose look we want to uh, we want to reward the the business community of Cork 
and bring everyone together on the night and just have that okay. court training experience. How does one get one's hands on the hamper uh, if, if they are that way inclined? So we'll be, next week we'll be going to uh, selling it on our online platform. So there'll be links on our website where you can order the, the and pay for the, the hamper uh, online um, so we'll be pushing out all that information next week on our on our social media platform. So so keep an eye on that, Jonathan. Um, look, we're we're very we're very happy with the setup of the hamper. And there's a lot of work gone into it, and especially especially mm. to Neve Murphy and Claire Nash, uh, and Janine Hovis, the team behind it that have done extremely uh, extremely hard work getting this over the line. So look, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, to be fair to these awards, they are very responsive to the community and they always have been. There's always been awards for things that are current and I suppose COVID resilience and innovation, uh, you had to give an award for that, didn't you? I mean, we, we know Trigon Group, Event Plan and uh, Murview Laboratories are, are the nominees in that category, but it, it really goes to the heart of, of, of what the Cork business community is about, that we need to reward some of the effort that's gone in over the last 12 months. Well, I think everybody has had to diversify uh, in the past 12 months, but I suppose there's a certain few that probably stood out from the crowd a bit. Um, and like, I know from from following the Trigon Hotel, even on social media and working with them, they've been going above and beyond, uh, even to having um, concierge John Coleman calling to the front door, delivering uh, Valentine's Day flowers to... Uh, takeaway meals to pancake Tuesday to ever to across the board and there's been so many different businesses that have done that and it's just to recognize that as uh, Murview Laboratory is also a, an, another another company that diversified from their original business to create hand sanitizer uh, which is a great news story for Cork um, they partnered up with Irish distillers uh, that was a, probably a very uh, bold move for those guys and in Murview and I think look that needs to be recognised and uh, look I think there's there's a cohort of like across the board like with everybody who entered the awards everybody has put their shoulders to the wheel this year and and by I think we're going to have a different breed of business people coming out the other side of this Jonathan and I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, couple of 12 months when we get the, mm. see the back of Covid the, the city centre is is a strange place at the moment, Owen. Anytime I have been in there uh, for my essential reasons, it's just, it feels like a lot of the heart has gone out of the city with the shops closed. Uh, and obviously it becomes a lot different a place at night time with the restaurants and the bars closed. I mean, we, we, we live in hope that normality is is a lot closer than it was and that we'll see these businesses starting up again in the next couple of weeks. Like, I think... There is the only time I see a bit of a, a bit of life in the city at the moment is on the weekends. People are still within their five k that they're going in for coffees and um, like a lot of people are still out of work, Jonathan. A lot of people are still closed. Uh, I I for one think that May uh, coming into June we should see the city coming back to life. That's all depending on figures and 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 staying on a low figure base and the vaccine rollout. But I think Cork has really bucked the trend last summer uh i think everybody across ireland was looking at how cork city was managing the covid 19 restrictions and the government restrictions and i think a, a, a result of that was the eat on the street campaign and princess street 
look, and I think there's so many other streets in the city that jumped on board and they used that additional dining space that, look, it brought a lot of energy back into the city centre. And I'm hoping to see that again in, in this summer coming uh, because, look, it's it's natural for any city that people vacate in the, in, for their summer holidays. They either leave or they go to um, West Cork or they might go to outside the city. But people stayed in the city centre this year, um, which was which was great. And I think everybody's just really edging towards getting back to business. I see so many people now are looking at even rehiring staff. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, look, the, the hope is there. I mean, I I can't wait to spend money, um, which is a rare position that I've been in because you literally can't spend it at the moment. You, you can do takeaways and you can support businesses that way. But, you know, I can't wait to get back to town and have a good night out in safety, knowing that, that the last couple of months, the last year, can be put behind us. Um, Owen, how can people get involved? The public voting, of course, if they want to vote for Healy Communications, which is my business, as the best new business, they can do so. Other candidates are available, but they're clearly not is good but if they want to vote in the other categories how do they do it so you can go on to the corporate association website or cbaawards.ie you can just easily fill in your email address and just a few details and then you're brought through to the voting platform and you can vote for each award and each category so it's very very simple and look i think you can see by the numbers having over four thousand votes in a in a number of days i think it's just shows how easy it is to get on and get involved and i think look Mm. Um, everybody needs that little bit of a boost and it's great for, for businesses in the city to get that bit of recognition so if you have time get online cbaawards.ie and put in your vote and cast your vote for your favourite cork business and final question do I have to dress up for the awards uh, when they are virtually I mean do I have to wear a black tie in your own house absolutely we want to see in a dicky vote Jonathan and we, we want <laughs> we want photograph proof I want to see if the suit still fits me. It's been over 12 months since I last wore it. Ona Sullivan of the CBA, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Red Business. All that's best about business in court. Now, my next guest has created a digital identity vault app that allows customers to store very important information in a single location. It's become very important because there's a lot of information out there and I, for one, uh, tend to be terrible at remembering passwords. Uh, But to tell me more about Horizon 8, I'm joined by Patrick Horgan. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, Great to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about the product, because the the recollection of passwords, if my computer doesn't help me, I'm pretty disastrous. So uh, h- how does Horizon 8 work? Sure. So um, Validate Me is the product, uh, Horizon 8, we've just launched. Um, and in a nutshell, you know, Validate Me was created for both businesses and consumers to really transform, I guess, how the the customer onboarding and ongoing customer due diligence activities work um, and really gets to the heart of the document sourcing and know your customer challenge for regulated businesses that you know need to comply with the, the AML regulations across multiple industries, really, be that in you know accounting, legal funds, asset management, banking, uh, insurance, real estate, for example. So um, that's the, the product at a high level. But um, you know, I, I guess what's interesting is the, the, the problem space, you know, what, why we created it in the first place. So it might be what's worth touching on that as, as I think it probably resonates with most people, you know. Um, um, the way this works, I mean, is it particularly a challenge for some sectors that they need to have this type of security measure in place? It is. What, what's interesting, Jonathan, is, you know, 
I think the problem space, it's, it's well understood by both consumers and businesses, right? Um, and what we've seen is it, it's really a challenge for, for businesses across multiple industry vertical, verticals. Um, in some verticals, probably more complex than others. But what's interesting is it really is a multi-sector problem. And, and it's something that all consumers and, and customers face as well. So, you know, um, as consumers, most of us have experienced the pain of being onboarded as a customer mm. uh, where we need to prove our identity, right? You know, sharing sensitive information like passports, driving licenses, proof of address, um, you know, like utility bills or source of funds, like bank statements. You know, I'm sure uh, you've experienced that yourself over the years. We all have, right? Yeah, but, and- it, but it's become even more confusing because the, the banks keep changing the way that they do it. Yes, there's two-step and then they change the two-step and then others, I had to download, download something called Google Authenticate, which I'd never seen before in my life and I had to just basically rely on the fact that it was Google, that it was somehow going to protect me. I mean, there are multiple channels here and, and that creates a wariness on the part of the consumer, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And, you know, as consumers, the angle really is around convenience and security. You know, something in the last year in the new environment we find ourselves in is, you know, identity theft has become increasingly a, a bigger challenge. Right. So um, traditionally, how people share their information, they're often sharing it, that sensitive information in insecure ways, for example, via email. And every time you do that, that's another opportunity for a fraudster to, to steal your identity, where you're, you're sending your information out on channels that you have no control over. So, so the product we've launched really is a, a more secure way to manage your sensitive information that you need to share with businesses to prove your identity uh, when you want to do business with them. So uh, how, how they- do you interact with other companies? So therefore, I, I use Validate Me, which is great. Um, do they have to have a bought into it on the other side to, to accept all this information? Uh, the, they don't, Jonathan. So what, what's really interesting here is there is that B2C channel and B2B channel. Um, and in the scenario where Jonathan Healy has his Validate Me app, he keeps all his key uh, documentation in there and you can share that documentation with any business um, that you want to do business with and they don't have to be signed up to the platform already so we leverage what you've probably seen um, with many SaaS businesses is called our freemium model so you can share a, a link that creates an access uh, to your vault and companies can get a look into the information they need to onboard you okay. uh, for free in that scenario. And how, how um, do you prevent them from accessing the information that they don't need? That, that you know, that there might be some medical information, but if I'm signing up to a new broadband provider, they don't necessarily need to know what's wrong with me. Yeah, correct. So you can choose which documents in your vault uh, you want to share with each business and you have control over that and you can make that as granular as you want. And then for scenarios where, you know, Horizon 8, we've actually got a customer where, you know, a business, it could be a bank, for example, has decided to use Validate Me for doing business with their customers. What they will do is it could be for a different product, be it a mortgage product, credit card, a loan they will decide what documents they need access to or what data for their customers. And they'll only get access to the the minimum amount of information, which is really getting to the heart and the spirit of data privacy and regulations like GDPR, for example, you know. 
Um, and, and I suppose it's just another technical question. Um, where does all this information then live? Is it on your server? Is it in my app? Where, where, where is it? And does that mean then you have another job to protect the security of it if it's, if it's up in the cloud somewhere? Yeah, great question, Jonathan. So, you know, uh, customers, when they download the app on their phone, um, they own the data, they're in control of it. But Horizon 8, we host it on a, a cloud environment. So, um, again, what, what we're really trying to um, get people to to buy into and I, and I guess to understand is the current way we share our data is not very secure. It's, it's going out on multiple channels. But being able to articulate why keeping it in one secure cloud location is secure and and articulating you know all the various cyber checks we use to make sure that data is secure is is a different way and a very new way for people to store and manage their data that that brings about security benefits for them but also convenience benefits and kind of avoids all that duplication we typically see with with customers being onboarded whether they're individuals or, or corporate customers as well you know Final question to you, Patrick, if I can. What brought you to this? I mean, what, what's your background? Obviously, the company has been up and running for a while. Validate Me is the latest from Horizon 8. How did you end up in this particular space? Sure. Yeah, we, we've gone on a bit of a journey, Jonathan, um, especially in the last 12 months. You know, traditionally, the, um, Horizon 8 has been a technology services business, you know, building bespoke software solutions through consultancy engagements. And that's very broad. Um what we what we had through our consultancy engagements was we got a great insight into the whole problem space of customer due diligence, customer onboarding, know your customer, financial crime. And it was through those um, uh, client engagements, we got a great insight into that problem space. And, you know, we, we've really part of the strategy when we set up our European operation here in Cork two years ago was we wanted to create our own IP and take new products to market. So. About 12 months ago, we saw a great opportunity to, to take to build our own product, uh, doing a lot of market research, doing that classic kind of product development approach of building prototypes, going out to the market, putting it into the hands of people, iterating, going out to multiple verticals and really creating a, a solution to solve for multiple industries and for consumers as well. So that's that's kind of the journey around how we came into the space. So now we've really transitioned from being a, a technology services business to being very focused on bringing this new SaaS product to, to market. You know? Okay, well, we wish you and your colleagues the very best of luck. If people want to find out more about it, it's horizon8.com. That's horizon and the number 8.com. Patrick Horgan uh, from Horizon 8, thanks so much for joining us at Red Business. Thank you, Jonathan. My thanks as always to my guests. Don't forget you can download every episode you want right now at redextra.ie. Kieran McDonough produced this week and we'll catch you on the next one. The only show in town for Cork Business, Red Business.